Hello and welcome to the Dot Built Environment podcast. This is episode one. My name is Neil Thompson. I'm going to be speaking with Henry Fenby Taylor, and this is our first time doing a podcast. Please be forgiving of our technique. I'm sure it's going to develop over time. I'm really excited about the people that we're going to be speaking with, and episode one is about our definition of infrastructure. Hello, Henry. Hey, Neil. How's life? Ah, it's going grand. Just killed a guy. <laughs> wow. Keep it, keep it light. So, welcome everyone. We are going to talk about infrastructure today. And we're going to share our research with you because we didn't want to, you know, sit here and think about it too much. So we're just going to get the books out and read through what our interpretations are and maybe discuss. Oh, what's that book you got there? What we think. See, This book is the... This is John Solomon's textbook on economics, ninth, edu- ninth edition. Is that like a, a must-read? Um, <laughs> economics, ninth edition. Economics has been so has never been so exciting to learn. <laughs> no, uh, I think they should just delete the so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I think economics is like important and vital and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Surely, okay, well, just, surely just living is seeing economics in action. See, that's the the view of someone who's really engaged with economics. The rest of us just think it's lines on a graph that happen to other people. Is that is that how you take it? No, but I think I think there is a big chasm between the economics of lines on graphs and jobs and people's lives. Myself, okay. So you've got your source, and I've derided it. Um, I hope you don't deride my first source. Um, it has two definitions of what infrastructure is. It's uh, a briefing paper for the House of Commons Library. Um, it's called Infrastructure Policy Number 06594. Fascinating read. Wow. Uh, by Chris Rhodes. Um, and it could be Chris Rhodes, I think it might be Cundall or Ramble, not sure. Or there's a professor guy who used to work at John Moore's. Doesn't specify which Chris Rhodes it is, but. This Chris Rhodes dude wrote this. Um, it's a paper. Do you, shall I just shall I lean in and give you my definitions? Yeah. Okay, all right. So it starts off with one definition of infrastructure. Um, he quotes two sources. First one's uh, The Economist. Uh, the, Eco- the Economist calls infrastructure the economic arteries and veins, roads, ports, railways, airports, power lines, pipes, and wires that enable people, goods, commodities, water, energy, and information to move about efficiently. Now, I don't think that applies, all things apply to all other things, so I don't think he's expecting people to travel through pipes and wires, per se. I think it's not a many-to-many relationship, but it's basically, it's a very economic point, and it's the kind of thing you would expect from The Economist. It's, it makes it sound vital. You know, it makes economics sound interesting as well, which is a challenge, as I've, you know, from my uh, heathenistic point of view, I've already said. Uh, okay, so that's, that's that one. Okay, so what I've got here is what is infrastructure from Investopedia. So Investopedia is like Wikipedia, but for investment-minded people. I say minded or people that need to look up definitions of accounting terms. And infrastructure is the basic physical systems of a business or nation 
transportation, communications, sewage, water and electric systems are all examples of infrastructure. These systems tend to be high cost investments. However, they are vital to a country's economic development and prosperity. Projects related to infrastructure improvements may be funded by policy, privately or through public-private partnerships. So that's, a very that's pretty sim- comprehensive. So that's thanks for ruining my next one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is, this is from the same paper. Um, the Institute of Civil Engineers defines infrastructure as the physical assets underpinning the UK's network for transport, energy generation and distribution, electronic communications, solid waste management, water distribution and wastewater treatment. So that's, again, that's the kind of thing that I would imagine the Institute of Civil Engineers would say is infrastructure. It's civil engineering, basically. But I think it's really, I think it's really interesting that this was something that was distributed, you know, as part of infrastructure policy to the House of Commons. And those two definitions, you've got the Economist's one and you've got ICE's one, the Institute of Civil Engineers one. And that, I think that, that, that selection of those definitions tells you a lot. They've picked an economic and a civil engineer. I think now looking through all the definitions that I found, I think this one's the best one for me. So this is from John Solomon's textbook that you so uh, horrifically stuck your nose up at. So it says here definitions, well, it calls it industries infrastructure, which I think is an interesting point. So industries infrastructure, uh, the network of supply agents, communications, skills, training facilities, distribution channels, specialized financial services, etc., that supports a particular industry. Okay. Which is interesting. That's a very, it's a much more localized, specific aspect of what infrastructure is. And I guess that's, yeah, I've found a ton of other definitions and people seem to get kind of hung up on regional, urban, sub-rural. It kind of location and scale seems to be really important to people mm. in, in coming up with a definition. Well, I think it's... Um, and this is the, the interesting question about the boundary. So from my own personal definition of infrastructure, for me, infrastructure is just transmitting something from somewhere to somewhere else, albeit information from my mind to your mind via the internet, via the post, via carrier pigeon, you know, and all the other things. Ah, that I the need. old carrier pigeon infrastructure. <laughs> Those are the days. You could well, no, rely you, you, on a canal boat to take you from uh, Dunkirk to Southampton. Yeah, but I, 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 the point I'm making is that it's not moving just physical things around. It's moving something, an entity, albeit digital or informational, a piece of poo. Yeah. Or a piece of poo. Do you know, actually, I'm really, really glad you referenced the poo because what I was going to make some really tired analogy about the poo and <laughs> it caused me to do some little research. And did you know, uh, in 1999, the UK produced 1.1 million tonnes of sludge dry solids from human poo. Um, so that's the dry stuff. They desiccated that, which averages to about 20 kilograms generated per person. Per wow. year in 1999, did you know that? So the sludge dried solids, sludge dry solids. That's what you get out of the end of a sewage farm. Wow, that that Other is the name of our metal band water. when we start it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you didn't expect that. But 
I I thought people were full of more shit than that. <laughs> I thought I I certainly am. I think that's that's very easy to say. Right. Okay. So I've got one more infrastructure definition from somebody else before I give you my one. Okay. This one is from Natural England. Now, okay, hands up. Landscape architecture, hippie, right here. So they define green infrastructure specifically as uh, a strategically planned and managed network of green spaces and other environmental features vital to the sustainability of any urban area. Green infrastructure also encompasses river systems and coastal environments. Um, and then it says, it kind of massively caveats it with, it should be noted that the English regions also have their own definitions of green infrastructure embodied in their regional spatial strategies. There's like a little planning cop-out, like, um, maybe they maybe they disagree. Um, <laughs> I like how they're committed they are to, to, the, to the definition. Yeah, well, it's, it's the planning hierarchy, isn't it? You, you've got to be careful about these things. And it includes parks and gardens, immunity green space, uh, natural and semi-natural urban green spaces, green corridors, and other. Other, what you ask is other. I, I knew that was on the tip of your tongue. Uh, so that includes allotments, city gardens, sorry, community gardens, city farms, cemeteries, and churchyards. There you go. It's all green infrastructure. Wow. So they, okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, blown your mind. <laughs> <laughs> with green infrastructure moving to a broader subcategories of infrastructure i think and i personally like the idea of breaking it down into two so you've got social and economic infrastructure so <clears throat> three <clears throat> three oh, and the green infrastructure In- environmental don't forget the three elements of sustainability are they economic, social, and environmental? Is that mm-hmm. is environmental infrastructure a thing? Yeah, it's green infrastructure. Okay. I just, well, I just, just went told on me about, about it. it. Okay. okay, no, 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 no. Okay. God, you, you like you like the media man. We keep telling people, look, there is this thing. And they're like, uh huh. Sorry, I totally phased out and ignored you. So, what about the roads? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your aggregates. Well, um, that's very personal subject neil mm. um. <laughs> so yes economic and social infrastructure so when i was talking about the transmission of stuff we've got economic infrastructure which is defined by the business dictionary um internal facilities of a country that makes business activity possible such as communication transportation and distribution distribution networks financial institutions and markets and energy supply systems, which is interesting. I think it's interesting that they include the financial institutions in that. Um, yeah. Because I think when people think about infrastructure, you know, they'll think about a Balfour BT and all those types of big builder types. And yeah, they I don't necessarily think, think about HSBC it's, Bank being part of that ecosystem. But Yeah, it's something that things pass through for some other reason. You know, people pass through a road to take something from A to B, mm. don't they? That's what it's for. Infrastructure is something that is, is I, I guess there is that kind of, it's useful more widely. That's the kind of aspect that it seems to be taking. Hmm. Interesting. 
So there's that bit. And then on the social side, it, and this is from nzsif.co.nz. So what's that? New Zealand? New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> uh, social infrastructure is a subset of infrastructure and this typically includes assets that accommodate social services. Um, so that's uh, schools, universities, hospitals, prisons, and community housing. So I think to put our three pillars of infrastructure together, in my mind, I visualize economic infrastructure as the grid. Imagine just a, a table, a grid of horizontal and vertical lines. Like a chessboard or something. Yeah, something like that. Imagine that. So that's your economic infrastructure. Okay, I've drawn it in my mind. And then on the intersections, you draw dots. And on those dots okay. are the schools, the houses, the universities. So you transmit stuff through the grid. And I guess if you was to wrap... <laughs> I'm going, maybe going a bit too far with my analogy here. But if you was to wrap that 2D grid around a sphere, and that sphere in the middle is... The ecology part of that is the environmental piece. Oh, interesting. Because uh, I was thinking, I'm just thinking of a lot of having an interest in urban design through landscape architecture. The ecology is often the very awkward, sinuous river running through that American-style <laughs> road system. Okay. It's just like, hi, I'm coming through. I'm a river. Deal with it. Um and I think that, that says a lot about the environment's relationship with human activity, which is the economic and the social, that it's kind of just, it abuts and conflicts with very often mm. uh, the kind of the plans of people. I mean, what I don't mean that they are inherently at odds, but I do think that we're a very, we try and order the universe, and I think that the environmental has its own order and <clears throat> we try and impose our own order onto it but we have to be very aware that there is this other order that we just can't undo unless of course we do create pollinating uh nanobots that mm. can you know just replace bees when they all die um you know it, it's a different view of the universe now i personally when i was you know i university and afterwards as a landscape architect i was one of the few people who read science fiction and was into you know computer games and that sort of thing um and it was a very different worldview and it's it's interesting to see the kind of the different camps here um the kind of the worldview that the kind of environmental sustainability is coming from is that the world won't be forever improved by more and more innovation whereas i think there's this kind of implicit trust in innovation from the economic side that eternal growth is uh is always a good thing mm. and that you know that can that cannot conflict with the environment hey bit of a tangent but i think it's an important thing to know that all these three aspects are intention it's not a, just a a perfect system of, uh, hey, this works with that, and, you know. I, I guess from my point of view, <laughs> but, no, I suppose having a bit of a an engineer's brain, I always like to see these things as as machines, and I just imagine that there's there's like a gearing, and the fundamental part of the gearing 
is the environment. Yeah, I suppose, I think that's, it, it, you're right, it is, a, it is a mechanistic perspective. So I'm going to go back to my, mach my infrastructure machine. Mm -hmm. um, so as we're gearing in a machine, it has to be put together in a particular way, otherwise it doesn't work. So I think that's where this constant um, investment is required to maintain and keep up with the growth, both in economic and social infrastructure. But I don't think many people they disconnect that from the third the third gear, the more fundamental gear, and that's the environmental one. Does that make sense? Well, the environmental is there is is there constantly wearing things down or or growing, you know. And I think that's one of the reasons that green infrastructure. So public footpaths are a form of green infrastructure. Local authorities in the UK have a requirement to keep them passable. So they, that means anything from sending a guy down with a strimmer twice a year, maybe three times if you're lucky, to sending you know a fleet of JCBs or tractors or whatever with huge cutting devices on them. And they're, they're expending serious amounts of money on maintaining this footpath. Um, they do the same thing you know, at the side of roads with trees. But also, you could also consider... I mean, this is, I'm going to diverge from the meaning of environmental as a green thing into environment, environmental as in external causes. External causes of where on roads are cars and lorries and freight and all that sort of thing. And I think it's that sort of vision of how long do you plan on maintaining this for? I think the UK, oh God, I don't actually know. Is it We design roads for a 20-year lifespan. And I think Americans design theirs for a 10-year lifespan. I need to be totally fact-checked on that. I'm not going to do it right now. So, Hokey let's recap. So we had some definitions of infrastructure. Realised that many of them focus on more of the the building elements of that. When I say building, I mean But more. actually, and the verb as well, because one of the definitions I saw uh, talked about it as public works, that it was, it was just the creation of those things that counted as infrastructure, which I thought was very telling. Well, the, the, the public goods element of that. Well, it was just the fact that mean? it was building the verb, as in infrastructure is creating roads. I thought, well, Oh, okay. You know, you've got to look after them. No, no, I'll just build new ones. Okay, cool. <laughs> Not sure if I agree with that I one. I don't. Um, I think to go, to touch on John Solomon's one for a moment, because he says here that um, you know, it includes skills and training facilities. Skills is in his definition. I wonder what you thought about that. In his definition of infrastructure, he lists That's skills. Because I don't think, if I mean, as things become increasingly automated, you can, you don't need skills anymore. You can automate bricklaying. You can automate, you know, slab laying. You can automate so many things that it takes those skills out of it. But I think this is where you're misunderstanding okay. the definition, because. We're talking about 
the transmission of stuff. This is how I'm understanding it, understanding it anyway. So it's not the skill in that you use to build stuff like infrastructure. It's skills of the capital S, full stop. The transmission and attainment of Isn't that, I mean, knowledge. So we've discussed my uh, contempt for economics, which is non-existent, by the way. I really think economics is awesome and vital and important. But I, I do think it is elitist. I think that is a thing. Um, so I wasn't deriding economics, but okay, so I've had a pop at economics. Now I'm going to have a pop at academics. Um, is that not a little bit ethereal? It's like, if we asked Isambard Kingdom Brunel, is infrastructure transmitting a thought, do you think he'd kill you? I think he might. I, <laughs> I think he might slap you, at the very least. Hopefully with a glove. Do you reckon? I, I think he'd, he'd be like, dude. Okay, well, he wouldn't say dude, would he? That's not... Forsooth, sire. No, he wouldn't call you a sire. Knave. Forsooth, knave. I, I shall mess you up. Okay, I really don't have my Victorian patter down. <laughs> but you, you get... What did Brunel keep in his hat? That's what I want to know. Cigarettes. There's some volume in yes. that hat. I, I think they had multiple layers and one of them was refrigerated for sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches had been invented then. The, engi the engineer's top hat had a fridge in. <laughs> That'd be okay, awesome. Take, That'd bring them back, should bring those it? back. Hmm. Uh, they're like uh, one above right, that was an oven. Let's stop this now. I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm going on to Kickstarter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make <laughs> me one of those. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Because then you could you could create like this whole sub market of additional slots for your hat. Yeah. Well, mine's a Wi-Fi range extender. Hmm. Infrastructure is public works. Infrastructure is somebody spending a lot of money to do something for the greater public good. Boom. That is... I think public works seems like a very... almost American definition, because I think the way they see it is there's this big federal versus state line where there's, you know, federal highways versus state highways, and it's all very different... I, I'm, I'm stand up for your cause, man. I think you're falling. I think you're falling foul of what many people do and talk about infrastructure is getting into the mechanics of its creation when its definition is about the systems of infrastructure that come together. Okay, so it's about. So I, I suppose I, I'm going to try and understand this through the analogy of how, say, banking or potentially parcel delivery is going to be handled in countries where they kind of skipped or haven't really got a lot of the road or rail infrastructure that other countries have. So, I mean, we're talking about countries in Africa where people's first experience of banking is through their mobile phone. And people's first... Mm -hmm. You know, well, not people's first because I don't think it's actually happening on a grand scale, but parcel delivery may well be rolled out through drones first, missing out the whole layer from horse and cart through the canal, through the train, through the lorry, through the plane, everything, and just go straight from 
basically very slow to this highly automated process and that what you're talking about is this is that what's important to understand in infrastructure and I, now i'm out on a limb is that the key thing is that person waiting for their amazon delivery and that organization amazon sending that delivery to that person and infrastructure is that line that connects them or the process of defining that line am i am i a million miles away i feel like i'm i understand infrastructure yeah, yeah, no, you're no, no. blowing my mind neil <laughs> no, i think it's just that i got an issue with the single line bit oh. that's that's the problem i've got it's the it's it's the all the intermediary goods in delivering services all services to people oh okay so is it this whole because we're human beings and we inherently simplify things so i imagine something i want from amazon already sat at the amazon warehouse somebody picking it up putting it in a van and driving it to my house with not really any intermediary steps whereas actually when you if you ever track any parcel there are a ton of intermediary steps and you may be watching something come from a ship from Hong Kong that may or may not arrive. Amazon, talking to you. <laughs> well, so you're so here we go. So you're that is you're drawing that single line okay. again. You're not thinking about the social infrastructure in making sure that the people that work in that supply chain are fit and well. I just want my parcel. Fed and educated. Okay. I, I yeah. do want my parcel. They've got, drive, that they is got drive on the my, my, my main concern. I, you, you, but you've got to think of all the other bits of infrastructure that have, have interconnected oh, yeah. that service. Okay. So the yeah. roads, the clean water to feed their, themselves and their children with and wash their food, take away their dry solids. No, it dry becomes dry. Waste solids it becomes dry. It becomes I don't think you have dry. to dry your own. I suppose they do it for you. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe oh we should. God, I think we'd be a lot more careful it. about what we eat in the first place. So, okay. So I'm going to come at it from a another perspective that I think infrastructure is another way of saying what do we need to do to keep the world at bay, to keep our problems at bay. There's that fundamental question of um, what am I going to eat? How am I going to be safe? How am I going to live longer and avoid dying? And when I do die, what are they going to do with my body? Because if, if, if cemeteries are part of green infrastructure, then having somewhere to have my body buried, because I'm not a big fan of sky burial. I mean, if you're into that, that's fine, but <laughs> sky you know burial is interesting. No, okay, no. it's um, it's a practice by I believe it's Tibetan monks, but it might be it is some some form of Buddhist monk. Um, when they die, they have their bodies dismembered and thrown to eagles to show that the that body is not cool. them, and that you know it's all transient and um to be part of the greater universe, I guess. 
So that's a sky burial. It, so, so you're in the, the sky for like infrastructure. a couple of seconds the and then flump. You're on the ground, then a bird eats you, and then you're in the sky again. So it's, it's overall a sky burial. That's what it's called. So, okay, cool. I'm glad, glad you learned something. There you go. This wasn't all in vain. I've, okay, so I'm, coming... I've, so, I've okay, it's about... So from my perspective, I'm trying to keep universe at bay and better my life. So for me, infrastructure would have started as, I don't even know if we started living in caves first, but for the, for the sake of argument, a cave, a defensive position of some description where I could sleep safely, or a fire, for example. If you ever watched The Island, I think that has changed my perspective on what infrastructure is. So for them getting off the ground not getting eaten by horrendous little creatures and having a fire going all the time and drinkable water they are like key core things and you and obviously something to eat and you don't realize how core this is to existence until you see people go without any of these things for a couple of days and then they start falling apart um so yeah, so then there's there's those very very fundamental ones, and I guess you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs could come into it. Um, I looked at that, and it, that seems pretty self-explanatory. Do you know them off by heart? I don't know the whole thing off by heart. Uh, I think the bottom two are battery and Wi-Fi. <laughs> are they the bottom two? Shut up. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got them. I've got them. Okay. Yes, there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and someone has hand drawn below that, below phys- uh, physiological Wi Fi. And then in another one, someone has hand drawn below Wi Fi battery life. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this. We're, we're trying to keep the wolf from the door. So defensive is one. We're trying to stay fed and watered, and I guess keep our loved ones safe and all that sort of stuff. So in that sense, pretty much everything's infrastructure. A house is infrastructure, doesn't matter who built it. Because I thought initially public money was what infrastructure was. That's what made public, that's what made infrastructure. But I think it's wider than that. The internet that allows me to work from home is infrastructure. And that needs to be of a certain quality. Mm -hmm. The roads that take me places, of course, are infrastructure. But, so, do we need to to define it? Can we not just say that it is this wide-ranging bunch of things? I mean, that is not a definition. So is it infrastructure as a verb? So being able to transmit things? Is it the funding of it? Is it the people coming together to realize that it's needed what is the what's the chicken and egg in the uh, infrastructure paradigm is it the what what makes it be is it the I need think, well i think just separating it from just being a noun it is an active thing i mean it actively comes out of my taxes there is money from my taxes going towards infrastructure. There is a flow. There is a system. And system is an interesting one that's used. 
flow, a it's a system in the sense of something that is dynamic and something that, um, to me, it, it is a medium or series of media for transmitting things. And I, I, I'm going to go with physical things. I still think it's physical. So infrastructure, my definition is it's the network between supply and demand of needs. So it includes communications, skills, training facilities, distribution channels for people and businesses. And then the specialized financial services that support the products and services that flow through those networks and the generation of that network in itself. Maybe there's another. Maybe there's a sentence in there that it sits on a platform of ecology. Yeah, well, I, I think because that's the fun. That is the fundamental problem that we're finding out. We? We've we've looked at all these mm. definitions, and for the ones that you know, you type infrastructure into Google, the first thing that they mention is basically social and economic infrastructure from an economist's point of view, or an investor's point of view, or a civil engineer's point of view. That's broadly yeah. what's available. The thing that is missing. And I think it's something that we should be promoting is the environmental part of that. Yeah, absolutely. And and having that as a, a fundamental bedrock of the definition. Well, if we're thinking about that, and then everything that web sits and that on graphic that. that you drew earlier in our in all of our minds of the eight by eight chessboard with the dots on it and the kind of the web of the, the river running through it as just a simulcrum for what ecology stands mm. for. There are bits where, say there are two nodes, and a node is somebody downloading an app to their phone. There is no direct connection with ecology there. That's, that's fine. But that person, that phone, the battery that powers that phone, the electricity supply that powers that uh, server that has that app on it. The the processing power of the cloud, which is huge as well, and I think a lot of people don't think about either. Well, the amount of heat generated by data centers is absolutely extraordinary. So if any of you guys have any better ideas of what infrastructure is, let us know by tweeting at, at dotbuilte on Twitter. By tweeting to at dotbuilte on Twitter. Obviously, who else would you tweet to? Yeah, because if you tweet to anyone else, it'd be pointless. To offer up my definition of infrastructure, there's three pillars. So we've got environmental infrastructure, social inf infrastructure, and economic infrastructure. And with those three things, there's a sort of a, a broader sentence, I guess, that says infrastructure is a network of supply services that meets our needs, including communications, skills, training facilities, distribution channels, financial services, and all these come together to support the well-being of society. I don't want to read mine out now. Yours is really good because I've I've got really Go I've got like really dilated about it. Infrastructure is the internet That's interconnected fine, system of matter and energy systems that enables humans to thrive. I'm so sorry. I got really I got really Taoist on you. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Can you read that out without being silly? No. No, I can't. 
Okay, I've got other ones for you as well. Alright, I've got... Infrastructure is made of concrete. Stop being hippies, you two. So, if you want to vote for that one, then uh, I'll stop trying to be funny. And uh, Neil will uh, just continue not being funny. Um, <laughs> then there's the economist definition. Economic arteries and veins... Roads, ports, railways, airports, power lines, pipes, and wires that enable people, goods, commodities, water, energy, and information to move about efficiently. Then there's the Institute of Civil Engineers one. The physical assets underpinning the UK's networks for transport, energy generation, and distribution. Electronic communications, solid waste management, water distribution, and waste water treatment. And we've got my one from Investopedia. That's uh, infrastructure is the basic physical systems of a business or nation. Transportation, communications, sewage, water, and electric systems are all examples of infrastructure. These systems tend to be high-cost investments. However, they are vital to a country's economic development and prosperity. Projects related to infrastructure improvements may be funded publicly, privately, or through public-private partnerships. Okie So, And just to round us out, I've got two more. You've got to give me these. Okay, I've got the Google one. Google defines infrastructure as the basic physical and organizational structures and facilities, for example, buildings, roads, power supplies, needed for the operation of a society or enterprise. Um... Infrastructure, nice. according to Wikipedia, well, the first line of it anyway, is infrastructure refers to structures, systems, and facilities serving the economy of a business, industry, country, city, town, or area, including the services and facilities necessary for its economy to function. I hope you found that useful. I don't know if that was interesting, but I hope you found it useful. And we've going to open up channels for people to get back to us to talk about their thoughts on the definition we'll have a small section next time this is the first one so we don't have a previous section to talk about what we've done before we're hoping to get interactive with this and reach out to us say hi so yeah i really look forward to hearing from you guys let us know what you think tweet to us at dot